It's Abilus Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios, crossing the Radio Network. Wing and Winslow in the studio with me. We'll finish off our NFL playoff predictions coming up. Did you, uh, you, you posted today's Portland at Wyndham Boys soccer game has been postponed. Yeah, I'm going to ask the guy who posted that right now as to why that might have happened. Maybe it's weather related. I'm not sure. Michael yeah. Hoffer from The Forecaster, theforecaster.net is on the line with us right now. Michael, why the hell is that game postponed? What's going on? Well, I, you know, I don't have a definitive reason. I have two theories. One is there's uh, bad weather. They're predicted to be rolling in later this afternoon. And my second guess is uh, Athletic Director Rich Drummond might just want to go golfing. But I'm guessing <laughs> it's, the first, it's, it's the guess behind the first door. We are projected to get some uh, you know, potential thunderstorm activity mid-afternoon. So it's not the only game I've seen that's been uh, moved. And uh, it probably won't be the last either if Mother Nature has her way. That's... Uh... That's, I think that's a pretty safe a pretty safe bet, Mr. Hoffer. Yeah. You were P- Portland uh, Wyndham last week, and you know you you said last week Portland uh, Portland might have a heck of a year, and they certainly made a statement to start the season. Yeah, and you know, and, and it was a return to Bulldog football. They really couldn't play their smash mouth style last year. They didn't have their classic lead back, but they do apparently have that this year. You know, they ran for three hundred and twenty-seven yards. <laughs> Zach Elowich had 203 by himself. Ben Levine, the fullback, had a big game. And really, they just marched up and down the field on the Wyndham all game. A couple early turnovers or could have got, probably gotten out of hand even sooner. You know, Wyndham played hard. There's you know, two returning starters. They're a very different team. It's going to be a work in progress for those guys. Their future's bright, but, you know, a really tough opener for them. But Portland's got to be thrilled. I mean, we, we knew coming in they were the favorite, and I think that they went out and really showed why. Uh, I think Oxford Hills and possibly Chevrolet, you know, are are, uh, are lurking, and Portland's going to see Chevrolet tomorrow night, so that'll be an interesting barometer too. But you know, so far so good for the Bulldogs. Talking oh, Michael Hoffer from the forecast. So that was actually my next question for you. Um, I know a lot of times Chevrolet and Portland meet earlier in the season, and then later on in the year when the other team is doing really well, we're like, well, don't forget they lost to this team, you know, <laughs> early in the year. But uh, yeah. Chevrolet got off to a good start last week as well. Right, and you know, and they were one of the teams I was really curious about coming into the season because no one's really talked about them. And you know, I had a theory that you know, whenever you have uh, John Wolfram back for a second year as a defensive coordinator, and you know, he plays a big role in the game planning and all that, uh, I just had to believe that they were going to be better than what you saw last year. And based on one week, they certainly got out to a great start. A lot of people were talking about Massabusic as a possible team to watch, and Chevrolet rolled them forty-three-six, very similar to what Portland did to Wyndham, just. You know, ran the ball up and down the field, several big plays, and got the early lead and rolled. So it's going to be a classic Portland Chevrolet matchup on Friday night at Fitzpatrick Stadium. I'll be covering that game, looking forward to it. Those teams have played some thrillers in recent years, and it's not always the team you expect to win that will come out on top. So, uh, you know, Portland can beat their rival. They'll really have the inside track for one of the top seeds, even though the season's only a quarter of the way done. And if Chevrolet can somehow go to 50 and beat the Bulldogs, then Suddenly, we're going to have to take them very, very seriously. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Talking Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster and TheForecaster.net. Scarborough is still Scarborough, I see. Scarborough is still Scarborough, and TA is everything we thought they'd be. And it's pretty clear for one week, at least, that it's the two of them and everyone else in Class A. And I don't know that Scarborough was expected to win that decisively in Week 1. They went down and really handled Stanford, a team that, a lot of people thought it was going to be dramatically improved this year. They were opening up their new uh, turf field stadium, and uh, Garrett Flaker ran wild for the Red Storm, and they rolled to an easy victory. So even though there's a lot of new names and faces in the Red Storm 
uh, uniforms this year. They're still very, very potent, and I think they're playing a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. You know, even though they were the decisive state champions a year ago, a lot of people have been talking about TA coming into the year, and based on what Thornton Academy did to Deering putting up 70 points, it's, it's clear that you know they're highly touted for good reason. But I think Scarborough feels like they're still the team to beat until somebody beats them, and you know, I don't think it's too early to say that you should mark your calendars for uh, Saturday, October 6th. That's when Scarborough goes to Saco and uh, for Act 1 of a likely Act 2, and should be a, a great midseason game, game of the year, and uh, whoever wins that one will have inside track for home field. But it getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but I think it's very clear that what we expected, Scarborough and TA, are clearly the class of class A. Michael, any, uh, any surprises in week one, a, a, a field hockey or soccer or, or some of the other uh, fall sports? I'd say, you know, you're looking at a, a kind of a boys' soccer team that's really surprised down here. Uh, they beat Chevers in their opener, and then they beat Portland 3-1 to in Portland uh, the other night. And, you know, Portland's the defending regional champ. They're uh, very highly touted coming into this year, and no one was expecting anything from Kennebunk, so they certainly have been a very, very big surprise so far. You know, other than that, most teams only have a game or two under their belt. For the most part, it's, you know, what we're, what we're expecting is what we're getting. But a lot of parity, too, and I know we talked about that last week, kind of previewing those sports for the upcoming season. Not quite as top-heavy as some of uh, some of these sports and some of these leagues have been in the past, and I think that's been borne out by the first week or so of action. Talking with Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster and theforecaster.net. Of course, you can see Michael on television tomorrow night alongside me for some ridiculous reason. But that's going to be one handsome set, won't it? That, oh, my wow, God. The, I was just thinking the, that the, myself. <laughs> The, the the sex appeal oozing from do that set is just going to be do ridiculous. They have for I, those? I don't know. I, there's, not I really... enough, there's not enough makeup in the world to make us yeah, look good. There's... We, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll play off each other and, uh, and hopefully do the, do the best we can. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's really all we can do really at this point. Uh, tomorrow night. So you're going to be at uh, at Portland Chevrolet tomorrow night. I am. Yeah, I'm looking forward to covering that one. And always a good game, like I like I mentioned earlier, especially when both teams are coming off big wins in their openers. So. Uh, we'd be curious to see how that one shapes out. And you know, there's a lot of other big games. You know, no one's really talking about Cape and Wells. You know, they were big-time rivals for many, many years. Now that Wells is in Class C, they don't see each other in the playoffs. Uh, but this has been a pretty good regular season rivalry over the years. Cape goes down there. Uh, you know, Wells uh, beat them last year, and Wells looks like a clear favorite in Class D. Cape Elizabeth got off to a great start with a big one at Lake Region. They're the, they're the favorite in Class D South. Uh, so that should be a really compelling game as well. I think that, that's going to be one that a lot of people will enjoy. And, you know, it's just one of many around the state. You know, once we get into, once we get through week one, we have a little bit of better idea, you know, who really is good as opposed to what, what the hype train says. And uh, now we can make uh, better judgments on what the better games might be here going forward. All right. So the, the real thing that everyone's waiting for here is your, <laughs> is your uh, non-positive Patriots prediction for this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't have a good feeling about this. I really, I could see them start knowing too. Hope I'm wrong. I often am, so everyone can take solace in that. I really think this is a tough opening day matchup. I really do. I, I just don't have enough faith in the receiving core and the defense. I, I think they start 0-1 for the second year in a row with a home loss. Really, really hope I'm wrong, but I don't know. I just, I, I think this is going to be a challenging season. Last year was a challenging season off the field, in a sense, with all the peripheral stuff. I think uh, this year might be a tough season on the field. I in the division inside of home. And I can see them making a playoff run. I just don't. The way they're con- constituted presently, I don't think this is a Super Bowl team. And uh, hope, hope I'm wrong. I really do. I, you know, I, I like to uh, do my annual Steelers-Giants Super Bowl pick to uh, 
to jinx those teams that worked like a charm last year. So, uh, you know, hopefully I'm wrong all the way around, but I just I think the Pats have a lot of work to do, and I think people just think they're going to show up and win 14 games, and it's not going to work that way. It's a very tough schedule. I can see six, seven games that could be losses on this plate. Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster and TheForecaster.net. Follow him on Twitter, and you can see all of his updates throughout the week, wherever he might be. Michael, I'll see you tomorrow night. I look forward to it. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, Take care, see Michael. you later.